Welcome to the eLaborate Topics Podcast, where we focus on lab-specific strategies for medical laboratory professionals. We're proud to be the healthcare detectives that work behind the scenes to get the results needed to influence medical decisions. Let's grow together and jump right into the lab. Have you considered a retention strategy for your lab? What comes up for you when you hear the word retention strategy? Fear? I have no idea where to start. That is hard. Does it mean I have to admit that I have a problem? Maybe admitting that I may be the problem? But what if I tell you that it's simpler than you think? What if I tell you that you can get support doing this and get help for not just your team, but for yourself with a retention strategy? Welcome to Elaborate Topics Podcast. Elaborate Topic Podcast is a weekly podcast where myself and my co-hosts, Taiwana Wilson and Stephanie Whitehead, and our guests, bring you topics and tools to help you to excel in your laboratory journey. And today I will be your host. I am Lona Small. I'm your laboratory coach and consultant, and I'm very excited about today's episode. So you find yourself submitting openings to HR on a regular basis. It has become easy and almost second nature. And there have been recent whispers that there may be a retention issue. You want to believe it, but it just gives you that weird, uncomfortable feeling. Does that mean that I'm not doing my job? Would I have to take on the responsibility of creating the right environment for people to want to work? I wouldn't even know where to start. That may seem almost theoretical, but it's more common that we'd want to admit. And how can I address something that I don't even have the tools to address? It's really overwhelming. My first medtech job was in 1986. I remember being introduced to my coworkers And more than half of them said that they were working there for more than 20 years. At the time, it seemed crazy. I'm like, that's a lifetime. I went away to a different country after working there for eight years. And I would go back and visit over the period of time. And I would see some of the same co-workers there. Some of them way now over 20 years and they just looked the same. They were looking young, energetic, happy. And I was like, what is going on? But after 37 years of me working in different environment, I realized that it is so important to really be happy at work. Happiness is important for the employees to not only stay <laughs> but also for their own health, for their own peace of mind, for their own well-being. And also it benefits the team when it comes to having 
positive energy, having great team dynamics, more productivity, so on, so forth. And I'm sure a lot of us know that. But then how do we really achieve that? A lot of people want to really feel connected with their organization as if they're contributing to that overall goal and they want to make sure that their daily activities connected to something more meaningful and that really helps with engagement. But that is just one of the many things that help. So what I'm going to go into, I'm going to go into about 15 different uh, ways in which we can help with employee engagement. I have something great at the end of this. Let's hear the 15 ways. Recognition and appreciation. People want to feel recognized for their achievement, whether it's formal or informal or just a simple thank you. Effective communication. Team members want to have transparent communication. It builds trust. They want to get updates on what's going on, sharing news, changes, and so on. And they want to participate in the dialogue. Career development and opportunity. They want to feel as if they're being invested in. When it comes to personal and professional growth, training, workshops, things to advance their career, the career ladder, help to motivate people to feel committed to stay and to grow. Empowerment and autonomy. People want to feel as if they can make some decisions on their own. They don't want to feel micromanaged. They want to feel as if they are trained properly to do the job, to make the right decision in the job that they are trained to do. And that really helps with job satisfaction. It does help with engagement. I'm now at number five, work-life integration, where people want to feel as if there's some flexibility. If they can work from home a few days, they should be able to work from home. Flexibility to take time to take care of family, time off. Weekends, they're not being bugged. They don't feel as if they have to take home work for weekends and so on and so forth. So that's work-life integration. They want to have engaging leadership where the leadership is actively involved with a team. There's um, also opportunity for training to move into leadership, team building and social activities. That's where the pizza party comes in. That's where the fun comes in. That's where you go out for teamwork or collaboration. That's important. People want to have a way in which they get regular feedback, whether it's during their media review, on um, their annual review. They want to know early or on a weekly basis, managing by walking around, just giving feedback about their strengths and area in which they can improve. Those constructive feedback is very helpful. Number 11, they want to feel that if there's some inclusivity, there's this diverse environment where they are diverse talents and diverse perspective and they feel respected for their unique contribution. 
wellness programs, uh, things that are implemented to help with physical, mental, emotional health, ways to manage stress and people feel more energized and focused at work. This whole meaningful work is important where people feel more meaningful and engaged when they can connect their goals to the goals of the organization. And then the last thing is just doing surveys, employee survey, where you can get a good feel, a good pulse of what's going on with employee satisfaction, getting their ideas for improvement, and so on and so forth. So I wanted to go through this list, and I know it's a lot and it's overwhelming, and I'm not sure if I lost you, but if I did, please come back. And the point I'm making is that there's a lot that we need to do if we're going to address employee engagement, if we're going to address retention. And because it's overwhelming, a lot of people just go to through that mode of, let me just do what I can do, clean my desk, organize my area, but I'm not going to touch something that I can't manage or I don't have the tools to do. And that is so understandable. And that's why we're going to talk about something so simple that you don't even have to address in any of these one at a time. Whatever you're doing, let's listen to this. The, what I'm going to talk to you about is positive intelligence, which is your solution. And it is such a great solution. It's a very simple method. And that method is going to cover all of those and some. So why is positive intelligence your solution to reduce turnover, which is very costly? For what it does, it increase your mental fitness and your resiliency so that the employees and everyone are better equipped to deal with any of these speed of change, whether it's um, automation, whether it's just any change, they're in a better place to deal with it. Another thing it does, it helps organizations to invest in their employees' professional and personal development. And so in those cases, they're more likely to stay. That's just one. And then another thing is that when you're investing in your employee and when you think of personal and professional development is covering so many areas of development once we talk about it. And when other people see that you're investing in your team, you attract real great talents to come. So you're not only keeping the ones you have, you're attracting. So let me just give you a quick definition of mental fitness. That's your capacity to respond to life's challenges positive rather than negative mindset. So it helps with peak performance, peace of mind and wellness, and healthy relationship. So I'm going to give you that simplicity of this. So it uses that power of factor analysis. So just remember those, all the colors, the thousands of colors that we have. The factor analysis discover the root cause and with in this radical simplification. So with a thousand colors, there are only three factors, red, blue, and yellow. 
And that's basically what the concept of positive intelligence uses. So in order to at, order to solve thousands of different problems, there's just three core muscles. So the result of this factor analysis research, you're looking at three core muscles that we're going to focus on that's going to help to solve a multitude of issues. If you can master <clears throat> these three core muscles, it's going to the gym and doing all these different push-ups and pull-ups and different areas that you have to build. This is not physical fitness, it's mental fitness. And there are three core muscles that you have to worry about. Once you have them, you have so many things you solve so many areas, both professional and personally. So the first core muscle is the saboteur interceptor. Basically, it's just a way to intercept 10 and more saboteur that we wreak havoc in our brain. And I'm just going to mention them quickly. I'm not going to go into detail. So you have the judge that's always judging yourself, judging different situations, judging others. So when you're at work, you don't realize what's that the judge is just constantly looking at things and being upset and criticizing or be afraid. That's those are things that the judge do. Just all the negative emotion when it comes to different scenarios. So the judge also work with other saboteur, the ten saboteurs, the controller, the stickler, the hyperachiever, the pleaser, the avoider, the victim. And I'm not going to go into detail with all of these, but these are saboteurs that's working in your head. So in order to avoid those negative situations that comes up on a daily basis in meetings, with teams, when you're stressed, when there's a new instrument, there's all this activity going on with the saboteurs and the judge. So in order to deal with that and to deal with negative environment of conflict and lack of trust, then there is that second one. The first one is the saboteur interceptor. So if you can intercept the judge, then you're great. So you use the sage as a way. And so the opposite for the saboteur, they're the sage. So there are five sages, and those are where the positive part of your brain that happens, where there's calm, there is empathy, there's curiosity, creativity, laser focus. There's a lot of those things that's happening with the sage. And so you have five different powers of the sage. So you have the saboteur going on, the sage going on. So those are the muscles that we are going to show you how to be in control of. So you use your self-command muscles. The saboteur is saying that everything is bad and so on. So a lot of times people may say, but I need my saboteur. I need my judge to deal with these crazy negative people, the team. I need my judge to deal with out deal with the fire that comes on a regular basis. But a lot of times the judge can take you to a certain place, but it's really not sustained. It can really take your places, but you're stressed out. 
you don't sleep, you talk to a lot of leaders, they don't sleep at night, they're tired, they're in pain, they're getting sick. And it's because the judge may help you with some success, but it comes with a price, you're in pain. And so do you really like to be in pain? Nobody likes to be in pain. Imagine putting your hand on a hot stove for a while, searing hot, going through your skin. Nobody wants to do that. Pain is not good for you. Pain is good for you if it's a quick alert, like it's hot, you pull your hands off. But to be in saboteur mode, hijacked for years and years, where you're depending on these, the stickler, the judge to get things done is crazy. And so that's why this program is really helpful in helping you to get to your goal without being in pain without being stressed, without your team, and you fighting without all the conflict. That's how the sage. So the sage basically says that every outcome or circumstance can be turned into a gift or opportunity. So all these different stressful situations that happens at work, that makes work so unbearable, and we think that's how it is. Sage perspective, says every outcome or circumstance can be turned into a gift or opportunity. I'm going to ask you a question. Saboteur, this is bad, or the sage is saying this is a gift. Which one you think is true? Because we may be in situations where we're like, could this ever be a gift? And so whichever you believe becomes true. So if you think that all these scenarios that are happening around you is bad and you're a victim, or if you think that there's an opportunity, there's a gift or opportunity, you can actually look for it. You can be a victim or tap into your sage where you look for the gift. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about the challenge of cost of disengagement. The cost of actively disengaged employees based on different salary range. And I'm going to give you some scenario for a thousand employees. So if you're a mid-level employee making $75,000, the percentage of salary to replace that person is a 150% cost. So the cost that it's going to take to replace one employee is $112,500 if it's a $75,000 employee. And with a 10.6% turnover, total cost to the organization per 100 employee would be $1,192,500. And for a high-level employee making $100,000, the percentage salary to replace that person is 400%. And so the cost to replace one employee would be $400,000 for a $100,000 employee. And so for that turnover of 10.6%, the cost to the organization with 100 employee would $4,240,000. It's a lot of money. So we find ourselves in this situation and a lot of times it's hard for us to even address this. 
it's easier to avoid it. It's easier for a saboteur to just start acting up and saying, I don't have the answer. I don't want to feel the pain. I'm going to avoid this. And I won't deal with it. I just keep posting jobs. And so we talk about the three muscles. We talk about the saboteur interceptor. We talk about the saboteur, the sage, and the self-command. So I'm going to demonstrate how the self-command can actually make a difference. Just think about what happened in your body when I read about the cost of disengagement. And I'm going to just demonstrate with you how you can use that self-command muscle. And the way to use your self-command muscle is using this activity called PQ rep, positive quotient rep, is an activity, and I'm going to walk you through it. So have a seat. Put your feet on the ground. Relax. Just breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. So with PQ, you can either do tactile, you can do visual, or you can do hear, hearing. So I want you to just keep your feet on the ground and just, we're going to do a visual PQ. Just place your attention to really be looking at one object. So just be exquisitely aware of what, just really look, just look at the colors, look at the shades, just look at them with a lot of clarity. Just see the texture, just keep looking. The texture, the shapes, just look at that with great detail. Give you some time to just keep looking. And then I want you to just shift your visual to a soft diffuse focus on whatever you're looking at so that you tune it out. Now I want you to focus your main attention to your sense of touch. So just touch something with some of your fingertips. Just move your fingertips gently on what you're touching so you can feel all these sensations of touch on your fingertips. So just rub your fingertips on whatever you're touching and you just feel those sensation on your fingertip. Now with your visual focus, that's still having that soft, and diffuse focus, just notice your breath. Just notice the rising and falling of your chest and stomach with your breath. All right, so that was a demonstration of PQ. And just think about what you're 
thinking about just before you did that. We were talking about cost. And then you drop your thoughts and your feeling from your head into your body. And it allowed you to relax a little bit. So that's what PQ rep does. It helps you with self-command. So if you're in a situation where you're feeling stressed, where you're feeling overwhelmed, just stop. Stop and do maybe a second or so of PQ rep. It's really your saboteur that causes you to feel stressed. So when you do some PQ rep, it quiets those saboteur and it activates the sage. And you assume that sage perspective that every problem can be converted into a gift or opportunity. And you can generate that gift using your sage powers like empathy, curiosity, creativity, calm, clear-headed focus. So when we think about okay, this is a challenge with your staffing and your turnover. The first thing with SAGE, you can start thinking about curiosity. What could I find out that would be helpful to me? Creativity may come up, just that calm and clear-headed focus. So today we're going to come up with solution of innovation. We're just using PQ to calm ourselves, and then we can be creative. We can come up with even empathy in a situation where there's stress or conflict, and we use that. So with PQ, you're doing like 15 minutes a day for six to eight weeks with your team because you can't defeat a gang of 10 bandits by sending a new fighter per day for 100 days. So we can't defeat all those 15 different aspects of how we're going to engage our people by just working on one for a long time while the other ones are wreaking havoc. And then when we leave that other one, we go to, and then it's almost like we never win. So with PQ, you're just, you're doing 15 minutes a day. That's all you have to do is work on those self-command muscle, you're aware of your saboteur, you're aware of your sage perspective, and you take over using your self-command muscle. You practice that for six weeks until you become really great at doing it, just 15 minutes a day for six weeks, and you understand a lot about sage perspective. There's just a lot that you learn. So that's that 15 minutes a day that's going to be 80% of any change that's going to happen. So most of this is really practice every day. And when you think of 15 minutes, it's broken down throughout the whole day. So you may do two minutes here, two minutes there, and it's done throughout your day to help you to deal with the challenges. And it's not intrusive. You could be sitting down and just doing a visual PQ just looking and taking in the detail for a minute and it just calm you down. So six weeks duration, you watch one hour weekly video, 15 minutes per day of practice. You read eight chapters of the Positive Intelligence book, 
Ethanata Inside. And after those six-week intensive, the team is continuously supportive in using that operating system that you learn, that simple operative system, you use it to apply in all different areas because by then you would have been a yellow belt. <laughs> so you can apply them in the different areas. So basically, once you're doing that as a team, you have a contagion effect. So your batteries charge on a day-to-day -day basis. You have positive energy that you're sharing with each other, with your team. You're doing this as a team. You have more empathy for yourself, empathy for others. With a team, I'll talk about that empathy. You're willing to empathize with yourself and others. It improved those team relationship. There's this common language that you have because you're working on the same thing as a team. You understand those concepts. You understand how to really be curious about things, how to be innovative, how to use empathy, how to use all these different sage um, powers. There's transparency between you and everyone because you, for those six weeks, it's really a lot of team building because you're working together. You have accountability and increased productivity. Basically, what it results in is more commitment for continuous growth and self-actualization in the end. Everybody wants to get better. There's healthy conflicts. People see conflicts more as a gift. They learn upfront how to really deal with challenges, how to arrive at best solution and how to deal with it without hiding it and putting it under the rug. There's more trust. So there's that safe place. There's more authentic behavior. People admit mistake because of the things that they have learned. They support each other. They care for each other. Mutual accountability. There are team members who hold each other accountable and they're in accountability group. They don't wait on the leaders to do that. And with individuals, you have stress management, you have relationship mastery, you have wellness, productivity, people can work on parenting and other things outside. So there is a major improvement. People have seen 90% better use of mental and emotional energy. They have seen 83% improved self-confidence, 85% increased happiness, 92% improved ability to develop others, and 91% able to manage stress better. It's helping with so many things, reducing burnout, just accountability, team dynamics, conflict resolution, just general happiness because of the investment in personal development and professional development. And I know this is a really simple system. Once you understand it, you call it, it's like really an operating system that can be used for so many areas, for leadership, for emotional intelligence. It takes over everything just by learning that one root cause and using those three mental muscles, which are really simplified. 
So one mistake that a lot of people think that we have all these wellness programs at work, which is good, that's addressing one aspect of the many different aspects that we have. So you may introduce a wellness program and it helps to work on that aspect, that area. And a lot of times some of these wellness programs have people come in and maybe give a talk and expect people to go home and apply it. But the difference is, like I say, lasting positive change is really 20% insight, but 80% practice. So with PQ, you're basically doing practice every day until it becomes part of what you do. So it builds those muscles where you can intercept using the self-command muscle. Whenever you're aware of your saboteur, you're aware of your sage perspective, and that's basically what it is. And you have practiced it enough that it's faster for you to respond to these challenges by using those self-command muscles. So that transformation is really going to be that 80% practice. So what a lot of people are like, okay, what you're giving me all this information, what should I do? And I'm making it simple. The first thing that I'll ask you to do is try that self-command muscle using your PQ. So you can go back and just practice that little one-minute session. Especially you could do it after a challenging situation and see how it works. And I know for a lot of people, initially, you may not see the effect. So people who have really built that muscle, they can just switch things around much faster. Their self-command is stronger and it's easy for them to go and do a quick PQ. But then I would ask you to just start. You'll see the difference. And just do that PQ rep with that visual and tactile and see how it feels. And if you like it, you can just do it at any time, just before a meeting. Or if you're in a stressful situation, you can do it. And just start testing to see how that's helping you. Is it helping you before a big decision that you have to make? Is it helping you to have more focus? Like I say, call it clear-headed focus, or even just helping you to be clear throughout the day. So that's the first thing I'll ask you to do. Just practice one or two times the PQ rep. And if you want to work further, you can do the assessment. So the assessment is free. You can just go into positiveintelligence.com slash assessment, and you will literally see your strongest saboteur. So they'll give you a list of the saboteurs that are mainly acting. A lot of us have, we have all the saboteurs, but for some people, there are some that's more active than others, maybe a hyperachiever. And people are like, hyperachiever, is that a saboteur? And I did a um, podcast on how the hyperachiever is causing burnout. It's really your saboteur that's lying to you that you have to do it this way. But then your sage find a better way for you to do it. So you can do the assessment, positiveintelligence.com slash assessment, email 
the result to lonasmall at lonasmall.com if you want us to work together in that six-week program as an individual. And if you want your team to work to use this simple method to solve all these other issues, simple operating system, you can reach out to me also. And I am always happy to share positive intelligence and mental fitness at every opportunity that I have because I find it to be a game changer over every other mode that I've seen introduced into um, corporate, into healthcare. They have had so many success with so many Fortune 500 companies with just a lot of leaders and CEOs. I've had success with leaders in the lab, and I want to really introduce this to as many teams as possible so we can turn around or retention issues and attract people to the medical lab. So reach out to me if you're a leader, if you're tired of being stressed, if you're tired of being overwhelmed, if you're tired of having to be putting in openings on a regular basis, you're tired of short staffing, low productivity. This is that simple system that's going to address it. And I'm so happy to share. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Elaborate Topics podcast. And of course, you can listen to this and other episodes. This is a whole library of hundreds of episodes for three seasons. You can go in and do a search for anything on teams, on leadership, on team engagement, on being happy at work. It's a whole library. But this episode, you can listen to it on other podcast platforms. And you can reach out to us if you want to be a guest on the show. And you can join us on our LinkedIn and Facebook group. And also, we are over there on LabVine. If you're not on LabVine, go over and register for free. There's a wealth of information over there. Podcast is there. So send me a message at lonasmall at lonasmall.com if you need anything when it comes to your team engagement and positive intelligence. And I'm always over there on LinkedIn. You can message me there. So thank you so much. And I look forward to working with you to help you to build those mental muscles to address your team culture, to address your retention and engagement. I am always happy to help. Have a great one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elaborate Topics, where your hosts discussed relevant strategies for laboratory professionals. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and listen to us on directimpactbroadcasting.com. Stay tuned for another episode with information you can use to excel in your laboratory career.